Text, what's the last major goal you accomplished? What obstacles did you have to overcome to do so? Okay, so in reference to last week, I'll say, FYI, I'm under nine again. So, <laughs> life is, life is complex. It, it sure can be. And, but nevertheless, nevertheless, I keep pressing. I keep trying. I can't give up. Can't give up. You can't give up either. Let's not give up. We've got to keep going. So, and I'll also say better help is, has been a, a better help for me. And thank you very much. Having a mental health counselor is a very helpful thing. And one thing that, that I like about BetterHelp is I'm able to uh, write in my journal how I feel about things. And I'll write a very long dissertation because as you can tell, I can talk a lot. I can also write a lot. And my mental health counselor is she. You have the ability to release your journal to your mental health counselor. And I, I release all my journal entries to her. And she follows up with fabulous wonderfulness per norm. And that that's a good thing. So I will say as far as my... Biggest accomplishment or big accomplishments in life. I will say that, <clears throat> yes, the multiple sclerosis diagnosis in my 20s did slow me down. It did. And I am, yeah. After a very slow, very long descent, I am rebuilding, and it is good. So I, I'm trying. I, I might be under a uh, under a nine, but I am pressing forward, pressing on the upward way. What I'm kidding every day. Anyway, but yeah, um, Clark sisters. Yes, as far as things that I, I feel are bettering me, in addition to what I named last week, like going to the gym every week, working out with the trainer, and acupuncture every other week this is that week now yeah and my stretch guy would stretch mad and 
there was something else that after the show last week, I was like, you didn't name that. You should have. For what it's worth, um, magnesium citrate is really good with helping you stay regular, which is really good with helping you, your health in general. So that that's another thing. And um, I'm reading Ramit, Ramit Sethi's book, I Will Teach You To Be Rich. And it's an eye-catching title. It's not like that necessarily. It's not that... It's not as corny as it might seem, sound, saying, I will teach you to be rich. And that, that's not what it's about. It's actually a really good book. And I'm learning a lot as far as managing money. And I feel that I'm doing it better than I've, anyway. But yeah, th that's a really good book. I recommend it to any and everybody. Ramit Sethi, and that's R-A-M-I-T-S-E-T-H-I. Also, a fun fact that I learned, in addition to the fact that I love Sobai Bank, I've been watching a lot of videos on credit because like I mentioned some time ago, I've done a horrible job with credit in my past and not because I, the snowball effect and the negative direction with me. And, um, oh, what one of Ramit Sethi's things is he talks about invest, invest the money that you make sure to put some money in a, an investment account. And he says, invest in things like 401k and stuff and such anyway. But yeah, as far as the credit game, I, um, 32, I, but um, really quickly, one thing that I've seen sort of debated that I sort of not debated, but seen people speak on both sides of the fence on with professional perspective, and maybe sometimes there's a benefit of it, but I was watching one of the credit videos and um, Ben's Dine was talking about his credit card. And um, sometimes what people say you need to do is you need to leave a little bit on your credit card to accumulate some interest. Don't do that. Unless, I, I, I don't know why you would need to, but unless you need to, don't do that. And I was watching Ben Stein, and Ben Stein sticks with me because... My classmates always used to claim that, that I was very monotone and that I just talked always like this. I, it, it, that, that is so interesting. Ooh, oh. And the guy that I talk about when I was in Baltimore, who's actually 
passed away, but we dated off and on, and he actually became HIV positive in our between our late twenties and his thirties. It our mid twenties and his thirties, and. I went on a date with this dude who was his best friend and he did not like me at all. But he was like, you know what, Aaron? I think you would be great for my friend. And that's how it should work in many cases. And that's why we la that's why we were off and on for so many years. Anyway, don't get stop stop it. Hashtag verse TV. Stop bringing emotions. Anyway, but yeah, so we, his friend was like, Aaron, you sound just like my friend. You all are both monotonous and boring and you would be great together. And I, I was like, but I, I didn't think you were passing me off to him, but okay, I guess, you know, I was in my mid twenties, so I was down. And I'd never been set up officially. Anyway, that's another story. But I met him. I almost said his name. And it was actually great. And he was not monotonous and boring at all. But that that's how people interpret me. And that's... Uh, the character Ben Stein puts on. And as far as credit, he's like, credit card companies hate me because as soon as I get my um, credit statement, I am definitely paying it in full. So they will not charge me any interest at all. He's like, I always pay my credit cards in full. He's like, I have a lot of credit cards and I always pay them in full as soon as I get the statement. And it's like, so yeah, you, you don't have to just hold on to money anyway, or, or hold on for the sake of getting, um, for the sake of adding on interest on the card. That's not what everybody has to do. Anyway, oh, and last credit point. One bit of advice that, that a, a YouTube woman said that was very good, and I took it in and was like, yes. She said, don't look at credit as like getting a raise or like you have more money because of the credit. No. Look at credit as an extension of the money that you already have. Don't spend what you do not already have on credit. So you can be like Ben Stein. I'm going to try to be like Ben Stein and pay it off as soon as the bill comes. That's the goal. I, I, I am. And I'm not going to say I'm going to try to be. I am going to be just like Ben Stein. People used to say, I talk, talk like him. Anyway, I, I think that um, like, share, subscribe, and share again.
please and thank you very much and don't forget to click like hashtag underrated hype tv 247 hashtag candace hashtag regretted in the morning at underrated hype tv hashtag first tv 247c supposed to end after she said she sang wake up tomorrow like what did we do and but i guess it cut out early anyway i have loved that song for years it was it is part of what i have going on on the underrate underrated hype tv youtube channel where i feature songs that i feel needed a little more love than they received. Now, technically, Candace is an indie artist. And I, but that, that's, I found that song around 2014, maybe 2013. Maybe I'm just trying to make myself sound younger than I actually was. But I know it was around the time that. 2013, 2014, mixtapes were a big thing. Like every independent and national artist was releasing mixtapes and all of that. And I was among them kind of. Well, the reason I say kind of is because technically a mixtape uses like not original instrumentals but for my project being silly but my projects i did produce them all and write them all you know so i i guess it uh, again an ep an a-track ep and i released that right before i nope right after i turned 30 all of that to say, this song was around that same time. Technically, I think I was 31 around the time of that song. And I I heard it, and I immediately fell in love with 
the the sound of the music, the melody that she's saying over it, and she's actually a, a good singer. Now, I will say this as well. My opinions have updated, but I part of what I didn't like, I didn't... And again, I've since evolved. But her album, her, her name is Candy Candice, and the album is called Candy Kush, K-A-N-D-I-K-U-S-H, and Candy Kush Smokers Room. And it's like, I felt it was just so, and again, I've evolved, but so unladylike to entitle the album talking about smoking. But again, I befalled and I guess ironically, and I didn't mention this, but yeah, cigarettes took my mom from me. She's talking about smoking weed, which is different. Ironically, I remember my mom explained that the reason she started smoking because before she met my dad, and they married, before that, she started smoking to impress a dude. Because back in the day, these bed bugs are insane. Back in the day, smoking was like, and it's amazing how much we follow the media and do what we're told on TV. Because it used to be promoted as like an attractive thing to do. Oh, she smokes. Yay. Ooh, that means she's a classy woman. You know, my mom said she started smoking to impress this man, you know? Mm. I'm thinking about that Gwen Stefani line. She's like, but maybe I deserve this boy after all that I've been through. And it's like, not that boy, but she found my dad after him. Anyway, whatever, but um, yes. So uh, sh she sings well. And um, also on that album, I l now I like this. Again, I have since evolved, but... On that album, Candy Kush Smokers Room, she asked one of her, um, what do you call it? Not intros, but um, interludes. One of her, a man is talking to her and he's like, and, and you got all them F's, faggots, that you hang out with. Why you hang out with all them gay dudes, you know? And it, it was just him leaving her a message. But I, I think that was a part of how we started making progress, you know, talking about the fact that she has, most of her friends are gay dudes and how she's friends with a lot of gay dudes and people should not be afraid of gay dudes because we have to remember 
this was 2013, 2014. And I, yes, the beautiful Frank Ocean had recently come out and there were people who, I'm not going to say his name, but I know him. I know, I know some of his tea, <laughs> but he, he was in an interview talking about Frank Ocean and I'm just going on because I, anyway, but he was in an interview talking about Frank Ocean and he was like, yeah, I mean, and one of the radio, radio people can ask some really not stupid questions because at the end of the day, it's all about ratings, but some questions that just really, uh, did you do that? Like, why would you ask that? But th they had him on their show and they asked him, so Frank Ocean just came out. How would you feel about working with Frank Ocean? And bear in mind, he's somebody who I've had a crush on for many years, still do still do, I can have a crush on you and accept that you're heterosexual and will not want anything sexually from you. Because, largely because one of my good friends back in college, he used to always speak so disparagingly, so nastily about confused straight boys, that that's what you'd call them. He's like, ugh, I don't want anything to do with some confused straight boy. Ugh, ugh, ugh. So because of that, that sort of wore off on me because I was young and impressionable and that I, I took that as well. Also to be a self-defense mechanism to not want somebody who you know they are heterosexual, or at least they play on that side of the fence. That's their chosen side. I respect that. That's your, that's how you choose to live. That's your lifestyle choice. Anyway, let me stop. But, um, yeah, they asked him, how would he feel about working with the gay Frank Ocean? And he was like, I mean, oh, oh. But he, he, he was, he didn't give the, I mean, but he was like, I don't know. I mean, working with Frank Ocean, he's, he's gay. And I wouldn't want to work with a gay person. Ew. Gay is bad. That's, ugh, you know, and all of that to say, Candace on her album, having the track that the dude is explaining, hey, you know, she hangs out with a lot of gay dudes. It's it's like that that's cool. You, you know, is that would that be seen as progressive today? No, because we've progressed past that. Fortunately, like we've made progress. Yay. Was it progress for back then? Yes. And how do I know? Because it made me feel uncomfortable. And that was part of the reason I felt uncomfortable with the album, because just like with the Kev on stage, when he would have 
gay people that he would interview on his show. And I'd feel uncomfortable because I'm like, you're not supposed to treat gay people like regular humans. Gay people, us gay, I, I mean, those gay people are not real, not real humans. Anyway, all of that to say, I, I had a lot of growth that I, I had to grow. And that's also probably a large part of the reason that relationships would not work for me back then. I was looking for my man to, uh, thank you to my man. Anyway, but yeah. Oh, la last, last thing that I'm going to stop, but I, I don't think I have this lyric correct, but when she sings about regretting it in the morning, it sounds like after that she says, but I won't regret it because you're my boo. And I like that because I, and I've always connected with that. E even when I was in my younger, uh, very confused state. Yeah, I, I was younger and confused all the way up to my early thirties. Golly, stop. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, always thought that was cool to be like, you know, we can regret it in the morning, but I won't regret it. So you shouldn't regret it either. Cause you're my boo. I'm your boo. And anyway, I love this song. Um, it, it just sounds really cool. And the album is good. It's, it's very good. Minus a few concerns of mine but listen to it again it was her i don't know if, if ep or um it was a short album it might be an ep it might be a mixtape it might be both but candace is her name and i think i got the album on like datpiff.com back in the day when datpiff.com one was the thing and two would allow you to actually download the album not just save it on your phone anyway all right hashtag verse tv family this has been week 247 i'm aaron mack and peace hashtag verse tv.com And stay blessed. Have a good day. Yes. Ah. Regret it in the morning. I won't regret it because you're my boo.